Welcome to the Sailing Into Oblivion podcast, where we sit down with everyday people who do extraordinary things. I'm your host, Jerome Rand. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show after a long, long weekend off and uh, after one of the busiest weeks that we've ever had for the summer. And I think it's probably the busiest week we will have, but... Oh man, three days off! All of a sudden, it, it was kind of hard to hard to go back to work today after three days in a row not doing much of anything. But uh, we are back, and I uh, sat down with Murph for a little bit to talk about bottom paint. But before we get into that part of the podcast, just want to do a little update on uh, West Sail Sequoia. They ended up. Uh, he ended up taking off, and uh, he is now south of Hawaii by about, it looks like almost uh, six, 600 miles or so, and he's getting close to entering the ITCZ, which is the Inner Tropical Convergence Zone, a.k.a. the doldrums of the Pacific, although when I look at the weather chart where he is, it looks uh, doesn't look real doldrumsy. Because I think he's so far to the west, he'll be west of Hawaii, but still got a long haul, uh, a good long ways until he reaches any of the other islands, and then uh, basically it looks like he's going to be going ducking and dodging. I wonder if he's he's going to plan on any stops uh, before he hits Tasmania, but seems to be everything's going okay. I think he did have an issue with um, something about uh, his wind vane, and I'm not a hundred percent sure what type of wind vane he has, but it sounds like, sounds like some sort of line got caught around it and it broke some, some teeth off of one of the gear and it messed up the rudder. So he definitely had to fix that and he will be coming up on some calmer, calmer winds. So hopefully, hopefully he'll be able to find a good bit of conditions to be able to do some serious repairs because the wind vane is Wind vane is so crucial. I mean, it's it's really hard to uh, state just how important that little piece of equipment is. And when it starts malfunctioning, uh, your whole world gets turned upside down because all of a sudden you have to be the one up there helming. And that makes like your whole life is just completely different. I mean, think about it. If you really have to be up there on the helm and you can't leave it for more than 20 seconds, it, just trying to run down and get a sandwich, uh, make something to eat, make some coffee, uh, do anything really, do a sail change, all that sort of stuff is really difficult. And uh, I don't know, it's something, it's something that I've worried about plenty of times. I've had, there was a time in the early, early stages where I had gone, I was sailing back from Dominica and I was in between St. Martin and the Virgin Islands and was going over the Saba or the Saba bank. And there's a lot of fishing traps and stuff there. And I must've run over one It caught on the rudder. And this was on the old, old wind vane and it snapped one of the struts off. It was all corroded and everything underneath, but I almost lost the whole wind vane. I was able to lash it together with some spectra, but 
uh, I came up on deck, sails flagging away, and um, I couldn't even see the wind vane. And then I saw that it had gone horizontal. I was able to pull it back up and then lash it together. And, and then I sorted out a little bit of a jerry rig after that. But I don't know. It's it's super important. If, you, if you're a solo sailor, I think probably one of your most valuable pieces of equipment is any sort of autopilot or wind vane. Uh, because really if, if you don't have that, then you pretty much are relegated to helming for 16 hours a day. And then, and then going hove to where you don't need anybody up there for a few hours of sleep and then you get back up. And I couldn't imagine much that would be more miserable than that. It just doesn't seem like, uh, like it's all that fun. So you always have to make sure you, uh, take care of and are good to your wind vane Uh, which brings me to my other note i got a great email and it had a ton of questions in it i'm not going to be able to get to all those questions right now uh, but i definitely want to just do a shout out because this sort of really is uh it's it's great fodder for the old podcast so it was a guy named tim and uh yeah he just he, he has some really great questions about everything that's going into, I mean, we're talking everything from what's the right boat uh, to what seamanship means to me to how I deal mentally with solo passages and, and all that sort of stuff. So I think I'm going to do just a whole podcast sort of answering some of these questions. I I kind of came to the realization today that it is July 5th and I still don't have a game plan for this fall. And normally by now I've at least, uh, I have an idea of what I want to do. And, um, the fact that I'm still making money because I'm working all the time is a big, uh, it, it allows me to sort of get a little more creative. I need some new sales, so I'm going to go on to bacon sales. And by new, I mean used. But I'm going to get some used sales because I need uh, at least another backup main and another backup staysail. And as long as I have those and a spinnaker, then I'm going to be okay. I'll be able to head back out for quite a long time, but I've, I've got to figure that out. So I think what I was going to do, normal passage planning and future planning, I typically sit down with a couple of beers and some of the charts laid out on the nav station and I just start pouring over them and start looking at possible big passages and things like that. And I toyed with the idea of just heading out and not having a destination in mind, but I do know that that has a tendency, at least with my brain, to drive me a little bit crazy. So I'm not too, too excited about just doing that. I think my best bet, if I plan on setting sail without a one destination in mind, I want to have at least a plan A, B, and C. So three different ideas of what I'm going to do and each one a little bit more extreme than the other. Uh, But yeah, being that it is now July 5th, still haven't done a huge amount of work on the boat. Um, and there's a lot of work that has to come and be done. So I'm basically, we're just now getting to the slow season here in the boat yard. So I'll be able to take maybe an extra day off here and there so that I can just work on the boat, get some of these 
get get some of the big projects done on the big list and uh that way at least I'm secure and ready to be able to go out and then hopefully by September it's just a, a just the old supply supply issues and get as much stuff as I possibly can on the boat and all that but again I have no idea what the game plan's going to be but I do think that the next time I pull all the charts out and start uh mentally going over it I'll probably just grab the microphone and go through that and then you know if that's uh if that's one of those sort of podcasts then I'll probably try and get to a lot of Tim's questions and get into that and uh yeah should be should be pretty cool but as we close in on 100 episodes uh I've got a couple of good people lined up but boy it again it's always just hard to nail people down and you you can you can tell them specific times, but things all come up and, uh, it is tricky, but I'm hoping for the hundredth episode, we're going to be able to get Heath in on the show because he's, uh, we just launched his lobster boat again, had to come out cause he had some engine trouble, sorted it all out over the weekend. And then he's back in the water now. So, but we have some serious stuff to talk about with old Heath and then also just some more fun stuff. And, uh, he's such a great Great person to have on the show. His confidence and uh, his character and his mainisms are uh, always welcome. So hopefully we'll we'll jump right into that. But yeah, uh, this podcast we talked Murph and I after work today. Just sat down and we talked a little bit about bottom paint and some of the do's, some of the don'ts. You know, bottom paint's one of those things. You can make it as complicated as as possible, and I think Murph even says that he's like, "Don't overthink it. It's not uh, it's not a huge deal, you know. It really, it really isn't. It's one of those things where you can do the absolute most perfect job in the world, and then the next year do just an absolute crummy job and just slap the stuff on. If the boat's in the water at the same amount of time and in the same area, when they come out, they're probably going to look almost identical. But there are some techniques and there are some things you can do to try and make it uh, a little bit better, a little bit more useful, and a little safer for you to apply it uh, and all that sort of stuff. So without further ado, I'm going to let this roll straight in with Murph and I. We're both a little little tired. I'm sure you're going to sense that after a, a long day's work. But, hey, you know, it's always gold when I get Murph on there. And hopefully I will get him uh, on on for a couple more subjects and all that sort of stuff. So, again, if you enjoy the show and you feel like you want to support it a little bit, just head on over to Patreon. The link will be in the description. And if you want to reach out to me... With via email, just head over to sailingintooblivion.com. That is the site that I use mostly for presentations and all that sort of stuff. And uh, But it's got the contact us link on it and all that sort of stuff. And those emails go directly to me. And I always read them. I always appreciate them. And uh, chances are I'm going to give you a shout out right here on the show. So without further ado, here comes Murph and I. Thanks for listening. Hashtag Twisted Tea. Thanks, bod. Tell you what, you're a good guy. I don't care what nobody says about ya. Okay, what no one says about me All right, get the mic close, get comfy. Today we talk to an expert, talk to a pro, a master class, if you will, 
Welcome once again, friend of the show, Thomas Murphy. Hello, folks. How are we doing? Uh, I'm pretty sure everybody's doing good and probably a nice little smile upon their face now that they've heard that you're back on the show. Yeah. A limited time engagement here. Yeah, we'll do a quick one. Getting ready to go down to Vegas and do a couple weeks down there. Entertainment. Oh, they're booking you now, huh? Yeah. You're getting calls, maybe be on Joe Rogan's podcast. I don't like him, so <laughs> whatever. <laughs> well, today, from popular demand, people have seemed to really enjoy some of these uh, tips from the pros, so to speak, talking with Pete Beal and... We got Larique. He's going to be coming on at some point, but uh, I figure if we're going to start with a boat, we're going to start with a bottom, right? We'll start with a bottom. And what are you an expert in? I don't. I, I paint a lot of bottoms, I guess. Yep. How many bottoms do you think you've painted? Jeez, in my days, a couple hundred. thousand. Uh, about that. Maybe. I'll bet. I'll bet. You've been doing it for quite a number of years. Yep. Well, and I guess the first and foremost thing, we're, we're going to get this out of the way, no matter how we talk about it, uh, whenever you're painting the bottom of a boat, you always want to make sure your skin is covered, your face is covered, not with just one of those little masks, but now, you, actual, now you tell me. actual respirator. <laughs> uh, now you tell me. Because huh? bottom paint is about the most uh, vile, vile concoction of chemicals that... Uh, I, I think I'd put it above any other uh, stuff that people use on boats. M-E-K, the, the hardener that goes in uh, fiberglass. Yeah, that's pretty that's vile all, stuff. Yeah, that's real, 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 real Yeah, and bad. Pete Beal, he you just... You just use, like, you know... Yeah, a tiny, tiny bit. Tiny, tiny bit and a bucket of resin in it. Well, I, I, I know that... But know, anyway, yeah, there's bottom a, paints next to that, yes. There's a, a million different types of bottom paint, and we can get into right. some of that. But I think, I think where a lot of the debate comes in, even between you and me, really, is how much uh, preparation you got to have. It depends on what you're looking at. Well, let's just say typical sailboat, you're going to be in for a three- to six-month season, and then you're going to get hauled out. And the bottom, let's say, let's say the bottom has been soda blasted so it's just pure barrier coat there's no bottom paint on it at all what would you do maybe put two coats on it because it's got barrier coat on it because first coat really doesn't cover the barrier coat and the second coat would definitely do yeah it. so you want to make sure you're getting your good coverage nope. what as far as uh prep work on the actual bottom if it's just barrier coat do you still need to scuff it up you think I don't think so. Because that stuff is pretty much like glue. I don't think so. I've, I've Some only... people put too much emphasis into all that. And I think... It's... Hey, put that put that mic right in front I of you. I think it's, you know, a lot of people put a lot of emphasis in their bottom paint. And all you do is just a lot of common sense. If you're getting a build up and you got a lot on there, you know, you got to take it down. If you're not getting a lot of build up, you can apply it generally... Well, seems, Give it a good shot, you know. It seems like you get a lot of on on boats that have had multiple coats put on. Yep. And people haven't really done a great job of sort of sanding it down or trying to get rid of some of the old coats. Right. You right. get these big 
chunks that have come off. Oh, yeah. And then you have a big, thick ridge. Mm-hmm. That's when I usually grab a scraper. Yep. And try and chip or away. some 120 grit. 120 grit electric sander. Yeah, an and, um, sander, right? Yep, yeah, and uh, knock edges down, you know. Feather, I call it feathering it out. Feather it out. And you'll just have chunks. More chunks will peel off of it, but eventually the stuff will stick. Right. And then you're just trying to ease that edge right down so that it's nice and uh, nice and smooth. Right. Right. A lot of it has to do with the the what you're buying for paint and the price of your paint. I think you can buy cheaper paint as long as you tend to it yearly and do something with it. You'll be all right. Some people spend a lot of money on bottom paint. There's paints that go for two hundred and fifty dollars. But if you're applying it to something that's no good, you know no good. But Well and and you typically want to put the same type of bottom paint on the yeah, same oh yeah. that's already on there, yep. correct? Yep. That's a good sort of yep. rule of thumb, I guess. Yeah, I had one boat I was applying bottom paint to it and I would hit the bottom paint and it would peel right up just like I was hitting it with gasoline or something it was just wicked bad reaction oh really like yeah. it it curdled the yeah, paint it underneath lifted it? it lifted it lifted it so i scraped it and dry rolled it i take my roller and wet it down a little bit and then get it dry and then roll over the whole thing and it was all lifting right up on my roller ended up tossing that roller but yeah i dry rolled it if you can picture just hitting it with a you know a, a not a moist roller, but something that's got a little bit of paint on it and it's sticky, so it's just peeling that old stuff off. You can do it. I think they make a tool too, like a scraping tool. Now, not sure. Oh, maybe one of your listeners would know because I've seen somebody with like a scraping thing with an edge on it. It was. Really spending some time on his bottom. Yeah, like a little handle and stuff. Well, yeah. I, I know that the absolute best, if you want to get it, all the old stuff off, You they use soda blasting. Yep. And some people, I think they even use like crushed walnuts or oh, something. Oh, yeah, yeah, crushed walnuts. You can use that on um, wooden boats. Yeah, yeah. Wooden and then they walnuts. also do dry ice blasting. Dry ice blast. Yeah. That's for like super delicate. I think they use that more in furniture, yep. uh, that sort of stuff. Maybe some but, teak work or something. Yeah, because you don't want to damage the bottom and everything. But you're just trying. Obviously, you're just trying to prevent growth. I mean, I know I get the vast majority of the growth on my boat is all when I'm sitting in a port somewhere. It's yeah. not. It's not happening. I mean, I still get gooseneck barnacles out at sea, and you get a few other odds and ends because you you actually sail through these big patches of gooseneck spores right sometimes i've gotten lucky and i haven't hit any but you get a lot of them in the north atlantic so usually yeah. by the time i'm down near the equator i've already got little baby ones growing mm -hmm. and then I, you know after another four or five months to the size of a finger there was a fellow here this spring that i painted his bottom it was a big sailboat 44 and a half footer he was Leaving here, and he was going up to sail around Canada and stuff. He was going to be doing quite a bit of sailing. He had me paint it twice and go around the waterline another time, like band it the width of my roller around it. I think I used five gallons of bottom paint on his boat on a 44. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, real nice guy. 
That was the one that I waxed, right? Yeah, the one you waxed, yeah. That led to Whiskey Weekend. Yeah, that was. It was a good good customer. He said he's going to come back. He liked it here. He liked the people here. Made a new friend. I When I go over, I, I have a little speaker. I My buddy Jerome Rand gave me. It's a little Bluetooth speaker, and I get my phone going, and I plug in, and I... What, listen to a little music, and the guy says, "Wow!" He says, "I want to thank you for coming over here and playing that music while you're playing, you know, while you're working." He says, "It inspired me." He says, "I like how you start out with little Beatles in the morning, and then you start out with a little country, and then you carry on with some harder rock." And I say, "Hey, no problem, bud." You know, <laughs> you've always you've always listened to music. Though. Oh yeah, I, I like to have a little music while I'm working. Yeah, it breaks yeah. something on there. It gives you a little, you know. And you know, it gives you something. That, I don't like this song. I go change this one. Or a commercial and it's YouTube radio. You know, sometimes a commercial might last ten minutes. So yeah, yeah. I well, I used to always when I used to be a plumber man, I would listen to just the radio, FM radio. Yeah, it was great. Thing is, with bottom pain is don't overthink it. Use your best judgment. If it looks, there's millions of bottom painting things on youtube i would imagine some of it good some of it bad look one that has the most views i guess yeah and right well i have so most of don't them, be afraid to sand that shit hit it with some 120 fucking knock it down get it smooth yeah, yeah. i mean if you really want to do it you gotta you gotta prep it right if you're looking for that perfectly smooth but in the end i mean like with my boat west sail 32 a couple a little uh couple little ridge lines and things like that underneath it's not going to do any no. anything to the speed of the boat no did you see the guy here they won't mention no names they nope I, no names no lies two days bottom painting and they were using a six inch roller on a oh really a, yeah oh, using a six inch roller on a what is that boat? 50, 45, something? Give me a 12 inch yeah, or a 9 yeah. inch, 10 inch, whatever the big one is. Yeah. I, dude, I, I just slapped on. I usually put three coats on. Start at the bottom, work your way up. And I have a different sort of bottom paint because they ran out of the. So there's, there's ablative, I believe that's how you pronounce it. And yep. that's a bottom paint where if you go and touch it, it comes off on your hands. Right. So it, it, if something grows on it, you start moving and that thing falls off. The stuff I have now, though, isn't like that. It's that vivid stuff. Yeah. And it's the the color of stripper lipstick. It's like pink, hot pink red. And you guys all made fun of me when I put it on my boat. No. No, yep. I didn't make fun of it. Yes, you did. It. You did. Dave did. I liked it. Chris Oliver did. Everybody did. I didn't. No, but, I didn't. <laughs> Check your memory bank. <laughs> All right, yes, sir, will do. Well, in any event, that stuff is a hard paint. If you touch it, it doesn't come off of your hands. And right. I think with that stuff, they use it normally on race boats because I could go and sand that with some like two twenty, mm-hmm. and then put the next coat on, and then sand that again, and actually make it like a shiny bottom. It's real right. smooth, real smooth. I mean, there wouldn't be any reason for me to do it, but it seemed to hold up pretty well, except when I, once I got to South Carolina and I was up in that river, it grew a beard in two seconds. Yeah. Because everything grew. But that's really easy to... You go down there with like a, a foot-long scraper and you can just go and, and s- snorkel, basically, and just keep scraping down side to side. 
They even make a tool. Like it looks like one of those pool, those pool nets on a huge uh, long pole, and it's got a it's got a big float on it. So when you push it underneath your boat, the pressure of it goes onto the scraper, and you just scrape up. Don't you worry about sharks. Uh, out at sea, yeah, yeah. I've attempted to do do some scraping out at sea. It's not very fun because you're making a lot of noise and you're leaving a trail of things going into the deep. Right. And that's that sort of scares Enticing me. Enticing them. Yeah, exactly. I mean, who knows what's down there? <coughs> yeah, that was nice. Yeah, right. <laughs> you got to talk into the microphone. <laughs> Move the microphone over there. Yeah, all right. You Testing. can pull it. Just pull it. No, you're good. I'm good. <laughs> All right, back to the main subject. I've been using, um, let's see, Bottom God, Bottom Pain. Um, CRC, CSC? CSC uh, Interlux. Yeah, and that's pretty standard. Yep. Not too expensive, probably a couple hundred bucks. Yeah, that's what they recommend here, I guess. Yeah. And um, Seahawk. Seahawk's an expensive one. That's oh, a high-end one, isn't it? I don't it? think so. I think they have different grades. Oh, yeah, maybe. I believe so. I've seen I've seen some that are over $500 a gallon for the really, really good stuff. Oh. And there's stuff down in the Caribbean that you can only get down in the Caribbean. Wow. Because it's illegal to put it on your boat in the United States. You know what? Fun fact... The only ships that are allowed to use the really bad stuff with the copper and all that sort of garbage in it are all the um, big container ships and oil tankers. Right. They're because I don't think they can really haul no, I, those out. I don't want to do that for a living. Yeah. Right. No way. I can't even imagine that a thousand foot tanker. You definitely want to wear a mask in that one. <laughs> you had a bad experience not wearing a mask last year, right? Painting painting a boat for. I can't remember who you came back here and you had to take like three days off. I don't know. You remember that? You were painting a boat over an owl's head or something with a chip brush. Like the whole thing. You remember that? Maybe. I don't know. It was bad. I what do I do when I have I've got the full white suit on, the gloves, the hood, full face respirator. If I can smell the bottom paint, I know I still gotta do more. Cause that stuff, yikes. Ugh. Oh, it's nasty. It's nasty, but I just do it in the spring. Yeah, because you're about to head out to sea, right? Yeah, going lobster and quick. I hope boats broke down, but hey, hopefully we get a fix. Skipper said we're gonna get that boat in, but I don't know. I've never seen Skipper scared. Right? (laughs) He'll get it going. He will. Uh, What's early? Yeah. What's Cy doing to his boat? Is he changing the whole engine? Rebuild the transmit. Oh, he's doing a rebuild. Yeah. And what, what's going on on yours? Alternated troubles, I guess. Oh, okay. That's not too big. Yeah, they put it in Friday afternoon, overheated, on the way back from Rockendale's head, and I guess and then it wouldn't start or something, I guess. Don't know a lot about it right now. And how many traps are you guys going to be putting out this year? 800. 800? Yeah. Is that what you had last year? 20 fishes. 800. But you won't do that many in a day? No. You'll just do like 400? Half of them? No, not, no, a third of them. Oh, a third of them. Okay. 50, 260, 280. Old Cy Knight wants to put all 800 out. A lot of work. Yeah, I know. Especially if work. I'm... I, I think I'm going to have to... Uh, for, a lot of rope. A lot of buoys. 
for one, once we start going, and then all of August, I'll probably end up taking a day off during the week. Yep. And then we'll do Saturday as well. And that way we can keep hauling back in. But we got to go over the contract, you know. Oh, yeah. I got to see what. When oh, I'm signing treat, his ledger, I want to see good. what I'm getting out of the vet. <laughs> he'll treat you good. He always does. Yeah. I'm oh, good. no. I know. I know for sure. But I just want to make it official, you know. If I'm going to be the. Uh, I'm not a greenhorn anymore. <laughs> he bought us all Chinese food last night for the 4th of July. We had Chinese food, huh? Uh, Got a non-typical dish, but it was awesome. Yeah, I was uh, a little under the weather from some yeah. some disgusting IPA that yeah. I cracked into the night before. Yeah, IPA. <sighs> but that was all right. You know what? I needed a good full-on full day of rest and hey, a good night of rest. Doesn't hurt. It was a tough week last week, man. Oh, yeah. That was a long... Seven, eight boats every day. Go, you guys were go, in. go, yeah. And then yeah. picking up... That was your busiest week you'll have right there. I, don't... I think so. I, yeah. I hope so. Because there's not as much action in the yard now. There's not as many people working on the boat. There's like two or three, you know? Yeah, it's sort of all the hotheads got in the water, yeah. and now... Uh... Well, it's, they can't say you blame. If you're not in the water by 4th of July, then, you know, that's... Why that's... put your boat in? Why put your boat in? Yeah, Someone's exactly. short here and great state of Maine. well and you know that's that's something we gotta we always have to take into account man summer it's gonna be it's literally gonna be september in no time and oh. then we'll be like today is we the fifth fifth of july so how many weekends we got left in july three or four, four. hopefully four? four yeah i think four i think four in july and then we got no, five there's only gonna be three more in july Mm. Is this week going to be the 10th? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's right. The 27th. Right. So there's three weekends in July left. See, and remember, the calendar you were, fell down. Over you were, uh, every time I said the summer's almost over, you're like, whatever, it just started. Well, now it's, you got four weekends in August. Mm hmm. So there's seven. So seven. And in September, it's, we have very nice days. No doubt about it. We have 70-degree yeah. days, 75-degree days. September's nice. But I'd, at night, well, you need that hoodie. And right around right around the 10th of September, it seems to start. That's when the boats are going to start coming out, too, too. For the lows. I don't know. It goes by fast. I guess what I'm saying is we got to cherish it. Oh, yeah. Best we can. Enjoy every day on planet Earth, folks. Yeah. You don't only get true. so many. God bless you all. <laughs> That's right. How's the TikTok treating you? Not bad, not bad. Did a weather report today. Yeah, did, did good. Did a little 4th of July thing yesterday. Yep. Fans not are reaching bad. out to you? Yeah. You going live at all lately? No, I haven't. No, no, I haven't gone live. Right now I got 10 likes. Oh, there you go. I'm up. To 19.4K on the likes. 6,050 freaks following me, and I'm following 3,697 freaks. Thomas Murphy Lobster Man 64? Thomas Murphy 64 Lobster. Okay, there we go. That's the handle. Check it out, folks. Yep. It's worth uh, It's worth it just yeah, alone I just with did the weather one of report. You. Just did one of you. Don't turn it. Yeah, don't, don't turn it. No. <laughs> now there's going to be some copyright issue. <laughs> nah, so anyway, it's the song from Joe's. It is. It is. 
Farewell and adieu to you, fair Spanish lady. Farewell and adieu, you lady of Spain. I can't believe we have not watched Many that. Many have received daughters come back to Boston. Boston. Something like that. And for when we know, when we see you again. In the shack stats. That. <laughs> In the shack stats hit. That was the shack hitting the shack. Yeah, the shark. <laughs> dunk, dunk. Uh, yeah. Start the engine, Hoopa. Yeah, that is, you know, hey, you know, that would be kind of fun to do. Yeah. I, I'm sure we could get away and with that. If anyone wants to leave in the comments, you know what you want us to talk about next: the weather, sports, history, rocking history, sailboats, oh, or anything like that. Just leave it in the comments, and we'll uh, investigate the matter. And you can reach out to the Sailing Into right. Oblivion podcast right. on sailingintooblivion.com. Contact right. us. Tell us what you want to hear. I would I We would, do uh, requests. We could play music if you wanted us to. No, I don't think we can do that. <laughs> Murph, I'm not sure. I don't know what the legality is. I'm on is the down east of Alexa. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, folks. I edited that out. Mm. No, that's you know that's the nice part, Murph, is that whether we can there's an infinite number uh, of subjects that I'm you just and I joking, can talk folks. about. No, hey, you're a wealth I'm trying of knowledge. To have fun, yeah. You are the oracle. You can have fun with bottom paint, but that's part about when you're bottom painting is when you're not bottom painting. That's true. That is true. <laughs> when it's all done, what sit back? What's worse, and you say sanding bottom paint or painting bottom paint? Sanding bottom paint. Yeah, gets in your ears. In your eyes, and your teeth. Oh, that's yeah. bad. I definitely don't like doing that. That's it doesn't why even matter do what color. If it's black, you, you, yep. you're black. If you're, you're black, blue, you're blue. You're blue. You're red, you're red. Yeah. Yep, I've seen you in all manner of colors oh, after yeah. that sort of stuff. Golly, guys. That's terrible. But it is one of those things, you know. I, For me, personally, on Mighty Sparrow, all I typically do... I will go and sand any areas where it's come off in big chunks. Like Murph said, try and feather it out. Not Maybe that. take a scraper to it first. But other than that, I don't get too antsy about any of it because nope. I'll put two, maybe three coats it's on. protecting the hull of your boat, the integrity <clears throat> of your ship. Well, the barrier coat's doing that. Well, the yeah, anti-fouling's but... just keeping all the growth That's off. That's right. There. But I'm a blue water sailor, so it's all them little vomits down that ocean want to attach to you and cling on. That's true. Any preference on color? What's your favorite color to paint? Black. Black? Really? Because I'm a Rolling Stones fan. No colors in this world, I want to paint it black. How's that go? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Oh, paint it. Yeah, yeah. Paint it black. It is black. <laughs> yeah, black. I like black. Back in black. Well, Oof. I'm going straight with red again. Yeah, when I do mine. Again. So I got to be careful. Yep. I like to keep it that, you know. Although I would. I thought I would, he's going with blue. I wouldn't mind yellow. Doing yellow. Yellow would be kind of nice. Well, folks, if you want to chime in on that one, what oh, color should drone paint paint the bottom of the mighty sparrow? Yellow might be kind of cool. The winner will get a free stir stick. (laughs) (laughs) We got those all over here. Oh, that's a good question. An authentic stir stick. So we are very fortunate. Signed copy. We've got the paint shaker here in the the shop. 
I'll that's... show you how to run that one. I know how to run it. Oh, yeah, Dave Boone showed me. But anyway, what do you do? How do you if run you it? don't have one. What do you do after you plug it in? Uh, after I plug it in, I go and run outside of that room. No, you unplug it and check the wing nut one more time. Oh, okay. That's how I do gotcha. it. Gotcha. Well, yeah. I put it in it, tighten it all up just so I got it, think I got it tight, and I plug it in for like two seconds. I unplug it, and then I tighten that thing. You always get another turn on it. Yeah, Once have, it shakes, you, uh, have you had some in. mistakes go on no, with that? No, I never have. Who cyanide has, somebody me. has, though. My buddy Cyanite taught me how to do that. Who who shook it and the paint can opened? That would be Sir Chris Oliver. Oh! Shout out to Chris Oliver. Yikes. Nope. You want me to edit that out? No. Are you regretting saying that now? Fuck no. <laughs> hey, it was a mistake. Hey, yeah, mistakes happen. We all know that. Your boat don't break, tied to the dock. That's true. Yep. Well, it can break, tied to the dock. You ain't going to break a finger or a foot or, you know, get a blister sitting on the couch. Jobs don't land on the couch. Body in motion stays in motion. That's true. Keep the, at it. The oracle Life has gets spoken. you down, pick yourself up, dust yourself off. Give it hell again. I can get this bottom paint job looking great. It's going to look great, especially after I paint it, and then they put it in the water. Can't even see it. <laughs> I know. People get pretty upset about wanting to paint them little squares where the jack stands uh, were. Yeah. There's already five layers of paint underneath. Yeah, there. right. Well, the worst part is is people will wait. I, I When you oh, ship the, the jack stands. squares. Well, because you'll have somebody paint the bottom, and then they're like, oh, can you shift the square? If you do that same day, you shift the stands to another spot and they paint where the squares are, that other paint's not hardened anywhere close to enough. So when we pick the boat up, it rips all the old paint off and now they have big holes. But, you know, to each their own. Sometimes it feels really good. You can put bottom paint on five minutes before it goes into that water. Oh, fuck. It's still going to stay on there. So. And then professionals... Get, take care of that before they go. You know, somebody that's going to be in the water for a year or two years or something, they, they're they on their game about that. It's just the people that are... Yeah, yeah. You want to They're in the sure. water for three months, and they're worried about... It's not going to harm it. Yeah, three months, you're not going to get much growth unless you sit at a dock the entire time. If you're getting out there and moving There's nothing around, against that. I'd love to do that. Hey, man, I'd love, <laughs> I love being up tied up to a dock down south. Yeah. I'm... Probably going to do you that know, again. Wherever you tie up, there's usually a bar pretty close to it. Oh, not wrong with that. You know, I like get appetizers, <laughs> get some good apps, maybe some chicken wings, yeah. some nuggies, maybe a margarita, or rum and coke. I'm gonna, I'm gonna feed you some vegetables, buddy. Yeah, yeah, I'm all about that. Yeah, some cauliflower. I, I still remember when I made those cauliflower. Uh, is like a a baked cauliflower thing. And you ate them like you thought they were chicken, man. I had put them all like barbecue sauce and teriyaki and stuff on them. You're like, these are chicken, guy. I'm like, no, it's cauliflower. Wow. You remember that? Probably not. Yeah, I do. <laughs> Vividly. Vividly. Yeah. Uh, well, I think those are pretty much some of the uh, the quandaries with bottom well, paint. Like I said, it. You know, any questions, any comments, put it in the remarks. Let it rip. We love, I'll be checking it when uh, we love comments and we like remarks. And 
You can say Murph's full of shit if you want, or you can say I love Murph. Either way, Murph loves everybody. Good night. <laughs> God bless America. Thanks for coming on the show, Murph. And uh, No problem. Anytime. Yeah, again, that TikTok handle, what is that? Thomas Murphy, 64 Lobster. Gotcha. TikTok. It's worth the look. He posts every single day, sometimes multiple times a day, in any share, shape or form. And it's uh, it's always pretty funny. So thanks for shedding a little yeah. light. At Thomas Murphy, 64 Lobster, all lowercase. Got it. Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. And uh, good luck with the uh, lobster season. I'm sure we'll do a check-in. Thank check you, in yes. Once you start pulling. What's the date today? Maybe we'll do one August 5th, folks. Let us know in the comments if you think we should do one August 5th. And I think people will probably want to hear about Rockland, Rockland oh, history. Oh, yeah, we got the Lobster Festival coming up. I know. It's going to be a big one. Going to be selling the books there. Yep, selling the books. Looking forward to that. Man, folks, you get come on up to the Rockland Lobster Festival. You'll have a good old time. We're going to have fireworks. We're going to have pony rides. Petting zoo. Lobsters cooking on the shoreline. And what's the race? The lobster? The crate race. Great crate American race. Lobster Crate Race. We have a parade on Saturday. We're going to have you know, numerous, numerous activities. Beer tents. It's going to be fun Food for tents, the whole family up here. Cooking contests. Yes, sirree. All right, sounds good. Well, thank you, Murph. I appreciate you coming on the show and shedding a little light on the world of anti-fouling bottom paint. Murph signing off. <laughs>